הרי נמי קשה להטמין לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שדברנו, ולכל הצדיקים האמיתים שוכני עפר קדוש אשר בארץ המה. ובפחד לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחן נובע מכל חוכמה רבנו נחמן ונפגה נענח נחמן נחמן ומן זכותם תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן. So בעזרת השם today we're going to do תורה קא תורה 101 which starts with the verse in תהילים in chapter 27 ביקרוב עלי מרעים לאכול בשרי צרי ואוי ואי לי המה כשלו ונפלו. דוד המלך writes in תהילים ביקרוב עלי מרעים when those who are evil Come closer. To eat up my flesh. It is they, my enemies and my foes, who stumble and fall. So when those who are evil will try to approach me to come eat my flesh, that would be the Menach, right? My enemies and my foes, <clears throat> when they come approach, they stumble. Okay. The main idea is like this. The subject is like this. Ki beya Hashem tzor olamim it says in Yeshaya that with the name Yah God formed all the worlds. Haynu bereshit bara meaning when God created at the beginning we start with the Torah bereshit bara in the beginning He created. Ki ba Torah shenikha reshit bara olamim what does the Midrash say on this? Bereshit bara that meaning with the Torah which is what we call reshit the beginning That Bereshit, with Reshit bara, God created. Meaning what? With the Torah, which is called Reshit, which is called first or beginning. That's how God created the world. So, we see here in Yeshaya that the name Yudke is what created the world. That with the name Yudke, Hashem created the world. And we see here in the Midrash that Hashem created the world with the Torah. So what's the connection between Yudke and the Torah? <coughs> okay. Ki Yudu Asechel Shel Torah. The Yud of the name Yudke represents the intellect of the Torah. The He, who otiyot shel Torah. And the He represents the letters of the Torah. Shei chamishachum shel Torah. For we see that there are five books in the Torah. Bereshit shemot vayikra b'midbar d'varim. Mechena chameshin mozat ha'peh. Which represent the five articulators of speech. Of the mouth. The five, way, five ways we pronounce our letters. As we see in multiple times. Vahenu beya Hashem tzur olamim. So now we see what it means that with Yah, God formed the worlds. Hanu be'a Torah, meaning with the Torah. The sechel of the Torah and the letters of the Torah. She'i bechinat yud kana, which represents the letters yud and he. Barakul amim kana, this is how God created all the worlds. Uchtiv, and it says in Yechezkel, Adam atem, you are Adam. V'darshu chabotenu z'chamachan z'chachamim say upon this, in Yigmachay Yivamot, upon this verse in Yechezkel, you are Adam. Atem k'ruyim Adam, you are called Adam, ve'en avodat k'ruyim k'ruyim Adam. But the other nations, the nations who serve the idols, are not called Adam, only the Jewish people. Ki yesh shiv'in an pi ne'irin, now Rabbeinu is going to explain why. For there are 70 shining faces, ve'esh shiv'in an pi ne'chashokhin, and there are 70 dark faces. Ki yesh ne'kochot, for there are two types of power. Two types of strengths. There's two types of aspects with regard to the Torah. The Gemara Yoma explains upon the verse in which it says in Dvarim, chapter 4, This is the Torah that Moshe placed. What did the Gemara say over there upon this verse? Meaning, if you merit the Torah, it becomes an elixir of life. If you don't merit the Torah, it becomes your poison. The elixir of life represents the shining faces. The the poison represents the dark faces. He made me dwell in dark places. 
in a dark place, like those who are long dead. So we see that a dark place represents like the, the people who have been dead for a long time. So we see darkness represents death. So these 70 dark faces represent the idea of a poison, which is when a person does not merit the Torah. And from these dark faces, all the other nations, the nations who serve idols, receive their nourishment from this, from these faces. And all the other nations have all these evil traits. It's just that every single one of the 70 nations is bent towards one of their specific evil traits um, more than all the other ones. So each nation has a specific evil trait that it's connected to, that it takes pride in more than the other nations. And each every nation has their unique evil trait that they connect to. And this is what it says in Dvarim, in Lamed Gimel, chapter 33. It finishes off there. He appeared from the Har, of, from the mountain of Paran. Meaning that God wanted to give the Torah to all the creatures, all the creation. But each and every nation did not want to accept it. Because they, they heard that the evil trait which they were bent towards, which they were constantly attached to, the Torah forbade. So they did not want to sacrifice their evil trait for what the Torah had to say. So they did not accept the Torah. For the Torah forbids all the 70 evil traits corresponding to the 70 nations. And Rabbeinu tells us uh, an awesome idea that anyone who's, who has these evil traits, whichever evil trait he does have, he's subdued under the strength of that nation which is bent towards that trait. So if you have a problem, for example, with whatever trait it is, for example, anger, then you are under the, sub, the submission of the nation which is strong and uh, which pr- prides itself over this idea of anger, which is bent to this evil trait more than any other nation. Anyone who throws off the yoke of the Torah, they give this person the yoke of government and the the yoke of the way of the land. Meaning what? Meaning physical servitude. Which represents the yoke of the government. And what does it mean? On the surface level seems like a good thing. To have good traits. But no. Rabbanu is saying. Rabbanu is telling us that when you throw off the yoke of the Torah. You accept. The way of the worldliness. Meaning all the evil traits of these nations, which represents the yoke of this worldliness. Because Rabbanu tells us that when you throw off yourself the yoke of the Torah, when you decide to throw the Torah away, God forbid, which represents the 70 shining lights. Through this, you allow the 70 dark lights, the 70 lights of darkness to come and overpower the light of uh, the 70 shining faces. Sorry. The 70 shining faces are overpowered by the 70 faces of darkness. What are the 70 dark faces? This represents the servitude and the evil traits of those other nations. Which represent the yoke of government and the yoke of this Dech Eretz that we mentioned above in Pekeavot. 
אבל כל המקבל עליו עול התורה מעבירים ממנו עול מלכות ועול דרך ארץ. But anyone who accepts upon himself the yoke of the Torah, he actually throws away the yoke of government and the yoke of this worldliness. meaning one who studies and delves deeply into the Torah, that he delves and he understands the wisdom of the Torah, which represents the shining faces, the wisdom of man lights up his face. And the verse works beautifully here because we saw earlier that only the Jewish people are called Adam. So we see the Chokhmah. What's the Chokhmah of Adam? The wisdom of man. The wisdom of Adam is through the Torah. That the wisdom of the Torah lights up his face. Meaning that the wisdom of the Torah stems from these 70 shining faces. Through this you remove completely the yoke of government and the yoke of the, the worldly physical matters. Because all the servitude toward these desires and these evil traits are completely nullified. For these evil traits represent these dark faces. That through, um, that you completely remove this servitude towards these tavot, through, to, towards these lusts and desires by the mere fact that you accept upon yourself the yoke of the Torah. Which means what to delve deeply into the Torah's wisdoms, etc. And when you do that, this is what you, you attain the shining faces. For all that a person attains with his intellect, this is what we call shining faces. And that which a person cannot yet attain, it's above his wisdom, is what we call darkened faces. Therefore, when a person merits to delve deeply and to analyze the Torah until he attains the wisdoms of the, of the, the Holy Torah, so now that he's in the aspect of the shining faces, what he does essentially is he subdues the evil traits and the desires of these other nations who are in the grasp of these darkened faces because all the ta'avot represent the dark face, etc. And this is what it says in Dvarim. In Sefer Dvarim, He established the borders of the nations according to the number of the children of Israel. What does that mean? According to the number who sapir on here. Mispar word sapir, a sapphire. Nehir, something that was that is shining. Bechinat livnata sapir. It says in Shemot, livnata sapir, the brick of sapphire, the sapphire stone. Hanu achar pin meaning a person is drawn towards these shining faces. Shem bechinat mispar bnei Israel, which represent the numbers of bnei Israel. After this, he established the borders of the nations. What does that mean? Which represents, what are the borders of the nations? What are the other nations? Meaning he creates a, himself a, he creates himself a border around the other nations, which are the dark faces, the ta'avot. When you accept upon yourself the yoke of the Torah, you throw away these ta'avot, the darkened faces. And for each and every person in specificity, um, each and every person has his shining faces, which represent the holiness of Israel, the holy nation. That in their in their root, Am Israel is extremely far, far in the highest degree from all these desires and all these lusts. But Israel are completely separate from all these things. Um,
שהם בחינת אנפין חשוכין, שהם בחינת התאוות ומידות רעות, שכולם הם בחינת השבעים העבודות הכוכבים. And there's also the grasp of the seventy nations, which is what? The dark faces that we mentioned, all the, the evil lusts and desires, evil traits, that all of these ta'avot, they stem from the 70 other nations, Sheman Pin Chashokhin, which represent the dark faces. And they mingled with the nations, and they learned from their ways. Meaning when the Jewish people fall into the, into the grasp of these goyim, they learn their ta'avot, they learn their evil traits, etc., and they take upon their act. Meaning, unfortunately, this person who falls into this becomes mixed with their evil traits. And they go within him. For these evil traits stem from the goyim. When a person commits a sin, a transgression, God forbid, the sin and the transgression gets engraved upon this person's bones. And their sin shall be Upon their bones. So we see here that when a person sins, their transgressions are written upon their own bones, as we saw in lesson 4 of Likut Moran as well. And the only way to emerge from this danger, to emerge from this grasp, from under the control of these goyim, is through the Torah. Which is the shining faces. Which is the opposite of all these desires and these Evil traits. Which represent the darkened faces. That from this, from these dark, 70 dark faces, these, this is where all the, the transgressions and all the sins stem from. The only reason why we sin, Rabbi was telling us, is because of one thing. Because we are subdued under the control of the Goyim. That's the only reason. Because in our root, B'nai Israel is super, super, super distant. They're completely on the opposite spectrum of sin. B'nai Israel and sin are two opposite things. The only reason why we commit a sin, chas v'shalom, is because we fall under the, the we, we are subdued under the control of the goyim. We fall, we learn from their ways, God forbid. And this is the reason for all our destruction. For all our downfalls. Ki Rabbeinu tells us a person needs to toil very hard inside the Torah and to kill himself over it. This is the Torah of a man when he dies in the tent. This is the Torah a man who dies in the tent. What did that mean? Over there it speaks about Tumat Met. About uh, the impurity of a person who dies. Um, how to deal with a person like this. That Kohanim cannot touch him, etc., etc. The idea of the, impur- the impurity of the dead. When a person dies, their body releases impurity. Um, anyone who comes in contact with a dead body also um, comes in contact with impurity as well. But here you look at the language of the words. Zota Torah, Adam ki ba'ohel. This is the Torah, a man who dies in the tent. Meaning what? En ha-Torah mitkamele The Gemara says in the that the Torah cannot be fulfilled unless a person kills himself over it. As we see here in this verse, this is the Torah that only a person who can attain this is a man who dies in the tent. Meaning that he, his essence, what did that mean? Meaning which is all these evil traits and all these evil Meaning when you get rid of all your essence, all your evil desires, your evil traits, that from these places, from this worldliness, all the sins and the blemishing and all the engraving, engraving upon the bones follows. 
It's only because of this. A person needs to toil in the Torah, put tremendous effort in the Torah until you merit to understand it. Meaning that you merit to emerge and to leave, to exit from the aspect of the darkened faces, which represent what? Chashchut, darkness. Hastarata Yediyah. Rabbanu tells us this is whenever Yediyah, knowledge, consciousness of God, is completely hidden. What is darkened faces when you're not conscious of Hashem? It's a hastara. It's when God is concealed from you. The only way uh, you can merit the Torah is if you truly try to attach yourself to the holy, the shining faces. represent the knowledge and the perceptions of the Torah. And then you are called a man. It says, This is the Torah, a man. Meaning the only person who can um, be called a man is one who attains the Torah. Meaning through, by means of the Torah, one is called a man. As we saw above, you are called Adam. But not the other nations are called Adam. For the main reason a man is called Adam is because he merits, he merits the name Adam through the Torah. Which represents the shining faces. Which is the opposite of all the the evil lusts and desires. And once you do this, then you're called a man. Once you remove yourself from all these desires, as we saw above, this is the Torah Adam, a man. But Rabbeinu tells us the Goyim, who are far from the wisdoms of the Torah, who are far from the shining faces, they represent the dark faces, for they are trapped and entrenched within all the evil traits and desires. This is why they are not called Adam. For the essential aspect of Adam is through the aspect of holy of true intellect that one merits to attain. Meaning the wisdoms of the holy Torah. For there are three types of sikhliot intellect. There is the simple intellect which represents chokhmah, wisdom. It says in Tehillim, you created everything with, you made everything with chokhmah, with wisdom. So this is the first simple intellect, chokhmah. And when you learn and understand, this is what we call bina, understanding. When you know the Torah, this is what we call da'at. These are, this is the three combinations, chokhmah, bina, veda'at, as is known. And these three intellects are what we call the hands to the Torah. The Torah's hands. And these hands are these three intellects. Which represent the great hand, the strong hand, and the exalted hand. These three hands. That through these three hands, one is able to accept the Torah. And these three intellects, Represent three times the name Yud K. Yud K is the numerical value of 15. 15 times 3 is 45. We're going to see how. How Rabbanu is going to tell us. Yud K. Yud He times 3 is, um, represents the Torah. We're going to see how. Rabbanu is going to give us an awesome chidush. Something beautiful. So 
What is Yud K? The name Yud and Hey, as we saw above, that created that with the name Yud, Yud and Hey, Hashem created all the worlds. Yud is the Chokhmah. The Hey is the Bina. Hem Chokhmah Bina. This represents Chokhmah, wisdom, and Bina, and understanding. Hashem Tzeren Rei in the Lamit Parshin and the Tzeren Zohar Kadosh. These two Sfirot never separate. It's like the father and the mother; they're constantly um, together. There's no separation. They are encompassed in each of these three intellects. Chokhmah Bina are encompassed within all these three intellects that we just mentioned. There's Chokhmah Bina within Chokhmah. There's Chokhmah Bina within Bina. There's Chokhmah Bina within Dat. Um, and this is how Rabbeinu ties everything together in the most awesome fashion. Yudke, why is it that the name Yudke? These three intellects represent three times Yud K. For Yud K, which we just explained is Chokhmah and Bina, times three. For they are encompassed within each of these three intellects. There's Yud K within Chokhmah, there's Yud K within Bina, there's Yud K within Dat. When you do this 15 times three, you get the numerical value of 45, which is the numerical value of Adam. Man. Meaning what? That when you attain these three intellects, you're able, which is what enables you to accept the Torah, and now you're called an Adam. Because only to the Torah you are called Adam. Nimza, we find, that the essential way a person is called Adam, the only reason why, why a man is called a man, Adam, is through what? True intellect. What's true intellect? There's only one. It's the wisdom of the Torah. Which is this, the shining faces. Which is essentially distancing yourself and breaking all the evil desires and lusts. And this is the summary of the verse. When all the evil evildoers come close to me. What is Mere'im? Evildoers is actually playing the words Re'in as we saw in the Zohar. Re'in means the two um, friends. This represents when these mere'im, these friends approach me, these two friends that never separate, which represent the letters Yud and K, the name Yud K, which represents the wisdom of the Torah, which represents man as we saw. When Adam approaches me, one needs to eat my flesh. What does that mean? To eat my flesh, as it says in the verse in Tehillim. Meaning to kill, to eat all my, my worldliness. Because the Torah is not fulfilled except by one who kills himself over the Torah, who completely removes all his desires and subdues his nature. And then automatically, what did it say at the end of the verse? These are my enemies which they stumble and fall. Meaning all those enemies and those foes which grasp onto these darkened faces because that's where all the enemies are. What are what are our true enemies? The, the sin itself. The sin itself is our enemy. That the sins, which are our enemies, where do they come from? These darkened faces. Because we learn from the Goyim. We learn from their evil traits. That's why we sin. But in truth, we are completely distant from sin in our root. Am Israel, Am Kadosh are completely, completely removed from sin in its root. So when... Because all these enemies, all these foes, which hold on and receive their nourishment from these darkened faces, they will stumble and they will fall. Because this person who becomes an Adam nullifies all his darkened faces. 
which represents the wisdom of the Torah, which represents the name Yudkeh, the two friends that never separate. For this reason, Am is called Adam. And then all those enemies and those foes which grasp onto these darkened faces, to these evil desires and traits, they completely fall and stumble. Why? Because a person merited the shining faces. So, may we truly merit to break our tavot, because it's truly possible, Rabbeinu doesn't tell, the, tell us this, to make us think that we, that this is impossible. Rabbeinu is telling us this specifically because it's completely possible to remove our desires. Every single desire, from sexual immorality to um, the desire for eating, and money, and anger, and whatever desire it is, honor, all these things which the goyim take pride in, we have to complete and nullify, and in doing that, we truly merit the Torah, we truly merit to be called Adam, the Zat Hashem, may we have the merit to attain what Rabban is telling us here.